Nicole Williams once said, Love isn't only love, sweetheart. It's hard work and trust and tears with even a few glimpses of devastation. But at the end of each day, if you can still look at the person at your side and can't imagine anyone else you'd rather have there, the pain and heartache and the ups and downs of love are worth it. Welcome to Eccentric Together, a love story and a relationship played out on a podcast for you. They aren't life coaches, they're not professionals, but they're two people who live and love hard. Hey, Maria. Hey, Peter. Today, I'm going to stay humble, work hard, and be kind. You know, that makes me think, you know what a good dating idea is? It's talking about nonsense, love, and all the above. Hell yeah, let's start a podcast. <laughs> duck, duck, duck. This is Eccentric Together, and this is Maria and Peter. Welcome back to Eccentric Together podcast, where we talk about different topics every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central time. Central time, yes, Pete. Thanks for adding that. I am here with Peter, as you heard. Hi, everyone. <laughs> and this week, we cannonball into a very heavy topic, which is divorce. Yeah, let's not ease back in. Let's just jump in. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> so I think you should get that started for us, Peter. What do you think? I think a great many things about divorce, most of which are very, very negative. Um, I've seen many divorces. I've seen them handled with, I'll call it not grace. And I've seen a couple handled with at least, oh, we'll say external grace. I don't know what happened on the internal of anything, you know. Uh, I've seen them ruin lives. I've seen them destroy people. I've seen them hurt. And I, I just have a very negative connotation. I believe I'm in the majority that most people would deem it to be just negative, difficult things to undergo. I'm curious what you're going to say later because you've actually experienced one yourself and I have not. So I can't even imagine that perspective. But I also understand uh, that they are sometimes very necessary when it comes to saving like mental health or physical health and overall well-being and things of that nature. But in general, based on my perspective of marriage, which is a very sacred perspective, uh, not religious, just with respect to love, I believe that um, divorce should not be taken lightly. It should be a last option and only done when either some fundamental aspect of the relationship is broken or, as I mentioned, those health, uh, those health concerns or maybe other extreme concerns that aren't coming to mind, but... So I think, I don't know, I think it's a dangerous game. I think it's most commonly done too lightly in today's world. Why do you think it's a dangerous game? I think it's like, what's the sanctity of marriage if you can just get divorced, right? Like, what makes it different than just being in a relationship? Why get married then? Why not just be in a relationship and like, oh, okay, when you're tired of each other, just move on. To me, that ruins, like, what the fuck's the point then? Like, why get married in the first place if you're just going to leave just as easily in a marriage as you would in a relationship? The whole point to me of a marriage is the vows and promising to be together forever. And I understand certain things void that, like abuse is horrible, of course. But I think some people are like, oh, my life is inconvenient now, so now I'm getting divorced. 
Um, or some people it's like, oh, okay, he cheated on me. Yeah, absolutely. Get divorced if he cheated on you for sure. And I say to the person that did that, if you're going to cheat on that person, why the fuck do you get married in the first place? Like, I think it comes down to people not being honest with themselves and each other. And in general, the topic of divorce really pisses me off. So what do you say to the, the relationships that, you know, have been together for 20 years, but then, you know, they want to get divorced all of a sudden or for whatever reason i wouldn't even say all of a sudden that's what i'm saying i'm saying the reason matters like if the person is abusing you if the person is cheating on you if the person is doing something that's breaking something if you're losing your mental like if you're losing and don't have your mental health yes you need to look out for like you want to remain a whole person and live life you only live once like you you need to like do what's best for you ultimately but I'm just highlighting the fact that I think a lot of divorces wouldn't happen if people like did the did their due diligence on the front end and they were honest, like, oh yeah, I actually want to be with this person. So you're saying the people that and I'm just picking at you at this point, you're saying the people that have been together for thirty years and then they got divorced in, you know, year thirty five. They didn't do their due diligence I'm even saying, after 30 years? I said up front, like, the reason matters. So what's the reason these people of 35 years are getting divorced? What about finances? Like, the the person has become lazy and they don't want to do anything anymore. Uh, or then, aren't willing to put out as much as they were before. If if something fundamentally has changed... So I, I mentioned earlier, if, like like, fundamental trust or something of the relationship is broken... Like, if you're no longer contributing to the relationship anymore... Well, like, you said that that wasn't as fundamental as some other things are. When did I say what was fundamental? Like, finances, financial responsibilities and stuff like that is not as fundamental as personality. And we've kind of touched on that before. Ah, but not... Our listeners so far haven't heard that. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry, I was just going based off the conversation we were having right now. I was like... Well, you, you also... Brought, you said you spoke about something else prior, and you just brought it up, too. What did I bring up? I mean, I can't remember exact wor- verbatim, but you mentioned that I t- you touched on it before. Uh, I said we've spoken about it previously. Right. But, um, in any case, so, no, I believe if... Okay. Um, so, I'm having to think a little bit, because uh, we we've talked about this topic between the two of us quite a bit right um and i'm trying to focus not on the marriage portion and just focus on the divorce portion because i I find it very difficult to not talk about marriage when i'm talking about divorce so in the context of just getting divorced i think there is a hierarchy of things that are important if there is abuse going on in any way get the fuck out like that is absolutely you need to leave regardless of what promises were made of what vows were taken what happened like abuse is unacceptable you need to look out for your health the health of others and you need to get out of a bad situation that is how i see it these things are always more complicated than i could possibly cover in just a short time frame um other things of course matter so if you've spent 30 years together and you're both contributing and like making a functional relationship work and you've built a life together. And then all of a sudden the other person just like decides to not like stops contributing and kind of gives up in my head. That is a slippery slope because that's based on perspectives, right? So 
it could be more complicated, but in a ideal example, or I won't say ideal, in this thought exercise of an example where this person really has given up and isn't contributing anymore, then that to me is breaking kind of a fundamental bound of the relationship where they're not contributing anymore. And so I would understand how that could lead to things like mental health strains and issues in the relationship overall where that could justify divorce. I'm not saying it's not an option. I'm just saying I believe it's too common a first option or a third option and not the last option. And I'm saying it should be a last option in except for very few scenarios. Okay. Thank you for your input. Um, I would have to agree that it is, in my opinion, the last option before it wasn't even an option before. Um, before what? I'm about to say, damn, relax. <laughs> before I got divorced, it was an option. And because uh, my mental health and I believe the standards I, I had set for my own life weren't being met, I I wanted to improve that for myself and I wanted to get out. Therefore, I began to see even after all the options were exercised that divorce was an option and in fact was the only and last option I had. So I took it and now in, in this side of it, I, I did what I best thought was possible at the moments given. Now, do, do I wish for a divorce? No, I don't wish. I don't think anybody, I hope, wishes for that. I think that, again, divorce is something heavy to be thought about, especially after you spent so many years together and you've given somebody a lot of time. So... So once again, I, it's something to ponder about heavily. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't see any value into the divorce aspect of it and what I had previously and emotionally put into the relationship, as in the marriage. No, it's not. It, just because I, I want a divorce in the moment doesn't mean that all I ever wanted prior to that just gets gets expunged. It's not like that either. It's just I'm not happy. I'm not currently satisfied. And I've already asked the person many times to, you know, if there's things that can be done, do that. But if that's not even an option anymore, then it doesn't leave me with any other room but the door out for myself. Okay, so you've said that you did it for mental health, but then you also have said you did it because you weren't satisfied. Is it both? Is it one or the other? Um, it's both. I think if I'm not satisfied, it, and it contributes to my mental health. If I'm not happy, then my mental health will also not be at peace. It won't be, um, yeah, at peace. There's no better way I can say it. Okay, because I'm a big proponent for understanding that mental health is a priority and so divorce is a big option there. But I guess to me, and this is just being blunt, like 
because you're not satisfied seems kind of a shitty reason because you were obviously at some point satisfied otherwise you wouldn't have been in the marriage in the first place so is it like a consistent not satisfied is it it seems like a slippery slope so i'm looking for more definition yeah good question i think it would be a slippery slope uh in regards to consistency yes it was more of a consistent satisfaction like at some point i reflected on my life and i was like hey am i happy based off everything based off all the things that have happened based off the 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 full spectrum of the relationship am i happy am i at peace am i where i want to be but I guess, so if, with those arguments, which again, the mental health, I'm all for. It's just that that satisfaction piece I'm kind of picking at a little bit. Um, what makes it different than a relationship then? Is there any more sanctity in the marriage versus being in a relationship then? Because you could say the same for a relationship. Like, you want to be in it, but if you're not satisfied, you're going to bail. Like, And of course, I think, uh, great point. And I read many books where it said... you. Just because you get married, nothing should change. Doesn't mean that now you're married and, and you know everything just becomes a sparkle and you're like the happiest ever after. No, that shouldn't be like that. You, you should still be the same person you are in a relationship, and you should still be treated the same way you are being treated, and um, that you're you're in the same love and giving the same love as you're receiving. Okay, yeah, and I'm fine with all that. I'm definitely not thinking it's a sparkly rainbow at the end or anything like that. Uh, I'm just more saying, and I'm trying not to focus on the marriage aspect, but I'm like, shouldn't mar- marriage should be more binding? Because you've made But what makes promises. marriage binding? The vows you make to each other. But why haven't you made those vows prior? I argue you should make them prior. So then that's my what's opinion. the difference? Yeah, so this is, like I said, I can't. It just makes me want to talk about marriage, but... We can talk about it next. Um, so, with respect to divorce, I hear what you're saying, that if you're not satisfied and it's obviously, like, chipping away at your life, not your words, but just my interpretation, um, and you're not happy and, and you feel stuck in your situation, I can definitely see where divorce has a place. I just come from a place of caution where I think people get married too easily and therefore they get divorced too easily. And Yeah, and, and uh, I come from a like overseeing everything i'm like well why can't we just be in a relationship for 10 years and accept that that is marriage if there's vows involved i'm in i'm I'm down with that and then the opposite stands true like why is marriage have to be so so such a thing where it's almost seen as like heavenly well, because traditionally, where historically where it came from, right? Not that I'm advocating it should be a religious thing. I'm just saying, like, historically it came from a religious aspect. Yeah, I think it's uh, very marriage on it. You know, whenever we do talk about it, it's it's another heavy topic to, to ponder about. But yes. uh, as I speak on behalf of divorce, I just think that it is an option. But it just, I hope it's your last option anybody's last option yeah so and that you've at least given a few months and years to to thinking about it as long as it doesn't impact you as you said like detrimentally in your mental health and 
physically and verbal abuse and all that etc stuff yeah yeah i can see that um i do think there's like maybe maybe one of those differences is like in a relationship if you're thinking consistently that it should end and because it's like early on it's like okay you should probably think about it whereas in a marriage like it better be pretty damn consistent you think you need to get out of that before you do but uh, that's just me rehashing i think it should be a last option not a first option i do want to ask you just because i have not experienced divorce on my own so might as well ask you it's interesting to me from the divorce perspective, just because you were in the relationship a while for with your previous paramour, we'll call. Mm-hmm. Um, you were in the relationship for a while before you got married, and you weren't married long. Right. So, it's like if you had the same concerns about the relationship that caused the divorce prior to the marriage, like yeah, you, you know and, what I mean? Yeah, and again, I I will speak on behalf of that eternal love where. I was driven by love and just love. But eventually I realized that that's not the only thing that matters to me. Love isn't the only thing that will, you know, give me peace. I also want financial stability. I also want traveling in the picture. It's just, it's not to say that just because somebody loves me, it's enough to make me feel at peace. No, I got you, and I believe that's incredibly valid. Again, touches back to the marriage thing. Like, there's more than just love to make a marriage work. Yeah, so what I mean to say by that is that I came from a very different perspective back then, where I was, like, in that eternal, we're going to make it work until we just, we continue to make it work. Until one day it hit me that, wait, hold on, divorce is an option. And even getting out of the relationship is an option. So I finally did. Would you say you still love the person when you divorced them? Yeah, I think it was hard. Um, I think I definitely had some sort of love toward that person. But definitely not the, the love where I want to be with you forever. Do you think having been divorced once it's changed your outlook on marriage overall and your likelihood of going into one and getting divorced again like yeah i think it definitely has and uh we can speak on that on the next podcast i guess uh did having been and i'm trying to keep it divorce related did having been divorced make dating complicated afterwards yes and yes i think I think it did because, one, a lot of people out there, I think you were one of them at that point, and you just didn't express it, and I didn't know. But most people see divorce as like, okay, you know, you failed. You mm-hmm. failed at something. And that's in the relationship aspect. So you, you being divorced means you failed at it. And... I'm not saying you had that perspective, but I think I remember you saying, like, you never wanted to date somebody who was divorced. Uh, Yes, so that is true. But if I can cut in, it was not because I thought you failed. Right, which I just said. Yeah. So I don't know why. Agreed. So, but it was because there's some baggage associated with being in a relationship that long with another human being. And I think I was... Uh, myself to be honest prior to I was like if I met another person that's been divorced like I don't have that sort of baggage like 
I don't have those memories with another another human being. I don't have. But just because you're divorced doesn't mean you can't. Like there are people that are in ten year relationships and. That's still baggage. Sure, sure. And uh, to be honest, I would think dating someone that had been through a 10-year relationship would be the same as dating someone who's been divorced. Like, just that magic word divorce in that case from a dating perspective wouldn't change how I approach the situation. But I see what you mean. Yeah, so to answer your question again and reflect on that uh, question is that, yes, it it made it a little bit uh, harder to find somebody who was not only accepting toward that I had just divorced, but I mean, to everything I, I brought to the table. So yeah, it made it a little harder. And also in my own perspective where I came from a divorce, so I'm like also not looking for somebody else who who had been in a divorce. Cause at that point it's like, well, you come from a divorce, I come from a divorce. Are we, I think there's a statistic that says like either your second marriage is it or you get into a third divorce i forget exactly how it goes but so i'm not quoting it to 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 a t but i think i've heard of it so it was a little scary to to go through that again yeah i had some uh just to play on that a little bit i had some really good advice given to me but a long time ago by uh one of my best friends his dad told me so your best friend's dad one of my best friends he's currently passed uh his dad gave me this advice Uh, yes you were correct um but his dad gave me he said someone in the relationship needs to know what a good relationship looks like (laughs) uh so he's like one person can come from a divorce or one person um can come from a like household like i for example i grew up with split up parents right Mm -hmm. so um at least one person in the relationship needs to have some romantic some view in their lives uh, pivotal in their childhood where they had a very functioning and operational relationship because someone he said needs to know what they're doing (laughs) otherwise you basically have two people that are just scrounging around basing things off flawed concepts Um, yeah and i agree with that because i come from uh seeing my parents my mom and dad uh my mother and dad i should say um because my father is no longer here with us but my mom, my mother and dad, they, I mean, they've been together for 20 plus years and I admire their relationship. I, I, that's something I long for. And yeah, I, I aspire to. So do you feel, I guess that you're treated differently because you've been through a divorce, like just in general? No. Not yet. Good. I haven't felt that yet. But <laughs> do 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 my friends and I reflect on it sometimes? Of course. It's like, wow, I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, yeah, I can't believe I did that either. But do you ever re- have you ever regretted being getting divorced? Because like getting divorced is a big deal, right? So and after you do it, it's like a big threshold. It's pretty <laughs> oh, final. I wonder. I wonder what your likelihood of wanting me to answer this question is. You don't have to say it's been while I'm around. I'm I'm too tired. To <laughs> no, not going not going down that road. Um, no, I don't regret it. Just because it's it's been something that I wanted. And I had thought about it for a long time before I made that decision. I even brought it up to the said person. And I was like, hey, listen, if things don't get better here, 
we need to we need to reevaluate what we're doing here together and why we chose to be together and is it best to stick out together versus you know go our separate ways and i think we both agreed that it was best to go our separate ways but obviously with the person wanting to get back together I don't quite follow, but okay. Um, it's the same thing with separation. You separate to go and get, you know, to go and become better and quote unquote. People do that. You can't blame people for doing that. I hear, and that's that's Just because where you don't I'm believe weird. in it. That's yeah, where I'm weird. Just because I'm like... you don't believe it doesn't mean other people. It hasn't worked out for other people. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's just my my own in my own belief system. It's like if it's separation, it's over. There's no like. There's no coming back. It's just done. And that's fine. You can think that. No yeah. one's taking that away from you. But there is things that exist out there like that. But I don't regret it because I needed to I needed to be selfish for myself. And I needed to stop being selfless. I hear you. So moving on from the divorce, what do you think? Did you Do you feel you have lessons learned that you could impart to the audience or... Ah, yikes lessons learned I think gosh it's just hard because everybody's different I think I thought I knew this person very well and it's hard to judge somebody if they're not giving you everything that they have like if they're not showing them themselves their, their true selves right because is it is it who you think you want to be with or is it who you actually want to be with and how are how am i supposed to know that if i if i'm not being shown the true self so i think you're you listen to your intuition and your gut feeling i i believe that women are pretty well at having that like fifth eye type of deal (laughs) <laughs> that fifth, that fifth sense, where that intuition <laughs> speaks to them and like go check their phone. No, I'm just kidding, babe. I love you, but it's third eye and it's sixth sense. No, no, no. I get you. I get you. No, no. I I know what you're saying. I'm just but... picking on you. I'm just no, I hear you. you. I, and I'm picking on you mostly because this con- con- this topic makes me feel uncomfortable. I hear you. So you just gotta pick. It's fine. I don't mind. But um. Whatever sense you want to put into your gut feeling, <laughs> listen to it. Um, I think you need to bring up topics and talk about those topics, even though they're hard to talk about. I think that's a good good start is talk to your partner about what you see in your future and what it's like in the now. Like what what is your understanding of the world now? and what do you want from it now versus, you know, in the future? Yeah. I, I think see. that's hard because that's definitely something I didn't do in the beginning. And uh, I paid for it later, right? So, um, and then, <laughs> I don't know, white lies and lies. Like, see if they do that in the beginning and if they do that and they continue to do that then i think that's a another another heavy one too 
if I can butt in there, I think everyone also has their own definitions of like, and of, that's why of, I'm of giving honesty. room, yeah. right? And that's why I'm giving room, like whatever like it means to you. Yeah, because like if if exaggeration if exaggeration means lying to some to one person, exaggeration might like I'm a hyperbolic person. I exaggerate a lot of things, and you could call that some people could call that lying. Some people might not. So I, I'm just pointing out like be honest with yourself. I guess is what. I don't know because I think there are many times that I I put words to to definitions and that, that now you're like no wait that's not what you said and this is what you said so I think in in a way it's kind of like cheating the system too so just be honest with with what you're meaning to mean and follow through with it and I, I wasn't versa. talking about you or us but okay <laughs> I hear no, you. no no I hear you I, 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 I take that okay um and then let me see, let me think about something else. How about you through like looking at and your surroundings, I guess? Like, I mean, that advice that I just gave, just be honest with yourselves. Like, I think a uh, divorce can be avoided entirely because you're not in the marriage in the first place or not in the relationship in the first place because you're like, okay, I love this person, but based on this, this, and this, I really don't believe it's going to work and being honest and upfront about it. I think that's hard, and I think I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do, but I'm saying if you can be honest with yourself, I feel like a lot of these things can be avoided in the first place. So that's my two cents. Yeah, and how do you go through that and, you know, evaluate that? Like, how how did you do that? Curious. I mean, so we're starting to get into the topic of, like, marriage and what you see in marriage in the first place, right? So I don't I know I guess, if you wanna... okay, yeah, we can do that in the, in the second. Um... But I guess on the flip side of evaluating the divorce end, I mean, I don't know, but what I, in the divorces and breakups and various things that I've seen, it came down to the people not being honest with themselves. They wanted one thing, they thought they wanted one thing when in reality they wanted another. And I get that there's, you know, things and goals change over time, but you need to communicate that to the other person. And when you realize that, okay, listen, I tried and I really wanted this, then you go and just be honest and like, but this is what I'm feeling now and it's uh, like, this is causing problems, this is hurting me or this is, it it shouldn't be done in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. You should have honesty and you communicate it because if you do it in a vacuum, you're almost robbing that other person of like, maybe you're misinterpreting something they're saying or doing. Like, just because you view it that way doesn't mean that's what they're doing. Like, we all live in our own worlds with our own perceptions, like, yeah, so, like, evaluate and try and be as honest with yourself as possible, and then communicate that to the other person, and then make a goddamn decision. God, I've seen so many relationships uh, and marriages where it's like, oh, we're on, oh, we're off, oh, we're on, oh, we're off. I, there, I've seen relationships where they got married twice and divorced twice, and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like, make a fucking decision and stand by it. It really pisses me off. Jeez, I didn't know um, that it pissed you off so this, much. This hits close to my childhood, so... um. I'm like, don't. I don't think we need to get into that. No, no, I'm not going to dig into all that. But I do think from the aspect of divorce, like realize it is final and make your decision. Like, uh, in the. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I think, uh, well, not funny. I shouldn't say that, but um, I think you're very harsh and that's fine. You can be harsh. Mm -hmm. That's your perspective and that's what you want out of life. But to me, it's like, shit, you, 
nothing in life is set. And I mean, sheesh. I can want one thing today and the next thing can change tomorrow. I can want ice cream today and fuck, tomorrow I want, you know, a good freaking healthy meal. Yeah, and I get it, but I'm saying, like, with these big things, so, like, ice cream, not a big deal if people change their mind to me. Actually, I don't care about about a lot of things that change people's minds. I'm like, okay, whatever, you change your mind. That happens. But, like, with big life-altering things, like, when you choose to marry someone, when you choose to divorce, um, picking a new place to live, I don't know, big life decisions, I'm like... You have you have the cards that you're uh, uh, you have the uh, bleh, can't talk. You have your cards. You know the hand you've been dealt. But it's not the hand you've been dealt. It's the hand you're choosing to deal with. Okay, you have the cards. You see the cards. How it got there at this point, I don't care. You have the cards in front of you. You see your circumstance. With big decision like this, I realize, and I think most people, I hope, realize that you only have a certain amount of information that you're available at your disposal, right? Take it, evaluate it, make your decision, have a reason behind your decision, and then with these big things, stand by it. Because it makes things worse to go wishy-washy in between shit. Man, I'm glad that at least you're, you're, uh, you're very, like, sturdy when it comes to divorce. Either you fucking do or you don't. I'm glad that you're like that because... It means that I have standards then, and like you're 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 having me set standards for you and your perspectives. And I'm like, well, fuck. If in twenty years you want to get divorced, I'll be like, fuck you, Peter. Like, you know, you know, stand by what you said. Yeah. But that's not fair. No, I mean. That's not fair because life changes and life th- things happen in life. I I didn't say in all of that. I didn't say I didn't talk about the clarity of divorce. I just said if you get divorced, be final about it. But what if you want to get back with me? What if you want to like so, It's not fair though. No, and so I will be very honest with me and my personality, what I believe and what I've This is not this is developed over time because of the things I've seen happen, right? Uh-huh. Um if we were to ever and I don't want this. This is like knocking on all the sorts of wood. They can hear that, right? Um if we were to break up, if we were to get divorced, that would be it. There would not be a going back. Because to me, you can't recover from that kind of break in trust. There's not, there's, you don't recover from that. There's always that scar. There's always that hurt. There's always that pain. Depends on what it is, though. But I get it. Like, for you, it's like all or nothing. I yeah. hear you. For me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. So it is, I'm not all or nothing with everything. But when, with aspects of, like, a relationship and things like that, I'm like, yeah, either give it your all or get the fuck out. Like, I it, life is way too short, in my opinion, to not give everything you have to, to love. And because I think love is one of the best things that humans do. So either give it all you got or if it's bad for you, like I said, if there's abuse, if I'm not saying there aren't reasons to get divorced. I think I've tried to be clear from the very beginning of this conversation, at least. Um, that I believe that there is a place for divorce. I just think it's often done too soon. That That's my big thing. But I'm saying when you do it... How would you know it's too soon versus too, you know, at the appropriate time? Because that seems like you're the, you know, perfect. And I'm not. You know when everything has to be done I, I at don't. the right time. And nor and, have I claimed that. I just But claim... I said it seems like it. Okay. Did I say you claimed it? No. I said it seems like it. There's two different words there. Okay. I don't know. 
I don't know a lot of things. There are many things I don't know. All I feel is that in my experiences, I have seen people that either act too soon where they don't take the marriage seriously or the relationship seriously, or they don't act with finality. They're like, let's get back together. Yeah, let's I think not. I'm going gonna, gonna to throw you a curveball here. That's I'm going to interrupt you to throw you that curveball. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, Maria, I, you know, this is something I didn't expect you to bring up because we've said we need to put it down. And guess what? I'm going to throw that curveball. You're going to talk about April. You're going to talk about April. I'm going to talk about April. Oh, let's go into April. Oh, fuck this. <laughs> let's go into April. So in April, I thought you were all in. Mm-hmm. All in, right? Before April. All in. This man's like head over heels. Um, let's keep in mind, she also didn't like me before April. But. Okay, but that's also because you had a very harsh and brute force toward things in life that shouldn't have had that and the opposite toward the things that should but that's a a side road right and we've spoken about many of those one being finances and friends and stuff like that anyways going back to my original statement as i was saying how i thought you were head over heels like this is a forever thing despite me (laughs) gradually starting to like you um but then comes this one night and you're literally ready to leave. You're packed your bags. You had your whole entire closet that you had hung. You had it in your... I, I didn't I don't have know. that much stuff okay. here at the time. But I had right. stuff in the closet, but I didn't have that much. Okay, it all fit in go one with suitcase. The freaking point. You're literally missing the point. Point is, you're ready to leave out the door. So what do you, what do you mean by that then? Uh, that's... Okay. So... One, it was never final. We, we didn't make the final decision. So, by the way, it wasn't just that one day. We've been fighting a lot. And we made boundaries. And we talked about boundaries. And I came to you. And I was, I was trying to be as honest as I possibly could. Communication flawed? Sure. I tried to be as honest as I possibly could. And was like, hey, listen. I can't take these things anymore. And I, I didn't say I didn't like everything i sorry this is an emotional topic so i'm like trying to like calm down (laughs) i didn't say i didn't love you i didn't say i didn't like the entirety of the relationship i said i can't take these things this is past my boundary this is past my breaking point can we do this or not and my memory is hazy because i was so emotional at the time um so i believe at the time though um it was something of the words well where i well i can't do that and so i was like yeah so i tried to make clear that certain aspects i couldn't take and it was past my boundary and when you said that you didn't think that could get any better then i was like okay never did i say i didn't love you never did i say this goes back to we had a conversation about that love isn't enough right it's not just love that's in there love never left the equation I wanted to be with you. I just said this boundary, I needed this boundary. I tried to be as upfront as I possibly could about you. And then I was ready. When you said you couldn't, I was like, there was the finality about it. I was like, okay. So she said she couldn't. I hate this. I felt horrible. I felt sad. I felt shitty. But I was like, we were honest with each other. 
I hate this, but I have to stand by what I can take and what I can't. Otherwise, it's just going to be toxic for the both of us. So I went upstairs, grabbed my stuff, which was not a lot of stuff. It was all about putting all the stuff on the shelf that was not in the suitcase we're into not, the suitcase. I think we're talking about the point, Peter. I The point was um, that you were just ready to leave, right? It's like, for me, it's imagine some people get married in two, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And imagine that been the case. Imagine in a month we got married, but then in April, right? Because we met in January. So imagine in in April we, you know, you were about to go ahead and leave again. Yeah. Like that's not, how is that, how do you? So I'm, what I'm saying is the finality of the action. So I'm not saying there isn't communication and wondering if this is the right thing or things like that. I'm saying when you make a decision, make a decision. Right. But then at that same time, you weren't making the decision. So it's like you were back and forth. Okay, I'm just gonna finish so they know what happened. Okay, go and ahead. then we can because they have no idea right now. So you said you didn't think it could get any better. We could figure it out. So I packed my stuff. I grabbed the bag and I was about to leave. I was I was like, okay, if we can't change this, and I was final about it because I didn't say I was done with the relationship. I said I need this. You know, if I can't do that, if we I can't get this, then so be it. Um, and then I was walking out the door. You stopped me and said, I think we can do this. So if that's me being wishy-washy, then call me a hypocrite. That's fine. But Thank in, you. In my, <laughs> that's in, all I needed. In my head. Hypocrite. But in my head, I'm not. So I'm like, in your perspective, in your, yeah, it, in your perspective yeah. if I am, so be it. But, to but it's me, not so be it. It's I think you should speak from the heart. And I think you should be what you are, too. I think you shouldn't just go and give advice and then you know do the opposite to me i didn't though because the the words i used there were important i said if i can't get this i can't stay i was very consistent i laid one boundary line there um, why are you getting yeah i laid one boundary line there and when you said you couldn't i was like okay so be it and i was ready to leave and then you told me you could so i stopped i had my that was my line that was my question i said i have that boundary we're cross that boundary. I can't sustain like this. Can we fix this or not? At first you said no. So I was being consistent at leaving. And then you said yes. And so I stopped. In my head, that's not hypocrisy. That's me being honest and you, you telling me whether or not you could do so. But that's just not... It's, it's just, you, You're acting like it was all on me. And it's not, it's not the truth. The, the truth is that it was on both of us. You, the only difference is that you chose to leave. I chose to stay. Because, I mean, one, it was, it's in my house. And two, I, I told you, I don't walk out until I've ex- exhausted everything I can. And for me, it felt like you didn't even fucking try, which is okay. It's cool. You know, there's differences. We're all different. I just thought there was more into it, but I was like, how is this person just walking out without even trying to continue and seeing everything they can give and can get and just ready to go just because of one yes or no i thought that was to me very hypocritical okay and that uh, by the way is a difference between marriage and i do have a difference between being in a marriage and a, re- in, a in a relationship but yeah we'll go about that and the uh, again i continue to say in the next topic but yeah so i gave a boundary 
it became clear that we couldn't do the boundary, so I was willing to follow through on that. And then it was made clear that we could figure that out, so I went back. So maybe a little hypocritical, but I'm just saying once you once you submit divorce papers, I don't think you should go back. And I actually kind of have to eat my own words even more because we're still having to deal with that scar, right? Like this. Well, no, I mean it was just a very good conversation to bring up to to um, I think to expand on your words and and show that wait hold on there's more to that than just what you said and it's not it's not a beautiful yes peter will do everything he can before he walks out no that's not true you know yeah, what i mean it's we're not talking done. about divorce and i've never been in that scenario mm, okay i hear you um but no sure i i get what you're saying it's not yeah It's not, yeah, what? <laughs> it's it's not pretty, and it's, I was wishy-washy there, because I wanted to be with you. Otherwise, like, you're right. I would have committed to it and been like, you know what? You said no already. Fuck you. I'm out. Right. But I didn't say that, because right. I wanted to be with you. There's other aspects right. of it. So I right. get it's not clean. Okay. But thank you again for continuing on your perspective, I think. Um, to summarize, my perspective is, it used to be point blank, there was no option for divorce. Now it's, I need to exhaust everything I can before I look into divorce and make sure that I've spent enough time thinking about why I am choosing to get divorced before I do it. And um, make sure it's for the right reasons, not because I'm wishy-washy or because, you know, today I feel I feel like not being married and just being single now. Which we've been through those days. She's expressed those days. What? You've expressed those days where you're like, today, I feel like I could be single. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. I don't walk away and yeah. put my bags in the door and go out and, oh, Peter, can I be with you or can I not? No, I know. I don't do that. That's not what the argument was about, but okay. So. The argument was, never mind. Um, what about your summary? My summary is, I think people get divorced too quickly. And I think you can avoid that by being smart about who you marry and being honest with yourself. But I do think there's a time and a place for a divorce. Um, it should be a serious reason, though. It shouldn't be flippant. You should think about it. And in the process of thinking about it, you should stand by your decision because you should have a goddamn good reason for it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. It's a, a rough one today. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know if I if I see Peter's uh <laughs> like completely going a little bit whiter than usual, but or you're sweating, I'm not sure there, but I hope you're okay. I'm stressed, but <laughs> yeah, this topic just But I'm like it's, it doesn't apply to us. Why do you need to be stressed? It it like it's associative. Like there's so much other shit in my life that was based around divorces and breakups and the stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but that, that shouldn't apply to you and us. No, but the situation in April got me riled up too because I'm like, oh shit, we're talking about this. Okay, that's. I was just trying to show that it's not beautiful. It's not just you know one line. You're right. You made your point very well. But all right, good job. High five. We got through it. Hmm. We'll see you guys next week, I guess, to talk about marriage. Yeah, sounds Stand like by. that's the next one. <laughs> and happy Thanksgiving. Oh, shit, yeah. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy <laughs> Thanksgiving. Enjoy that.
gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Just let it be. Turducken. <laughs> You've been listening to Eccentric Together. On each show, you get a peek into the relationship of Maria and Peter, the lessons they've learned in their relationship. And of course, we have fun. We hope you did too. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on TikTok at Eccentric, the number two, gather. If you have a question or comment, send an email to eccentrictogether at gmail.com. Remember, Maria and Peter are not life coaches. They are not professionals, but they're 100% real and 100% in love. Till next time, this is Eccentric Together, signing off.